Happy, happy Sunday. Happy Memorial Day weekend. I hope you guys are doing well. My name is Mr. Bet on You. What a day today. I don't know how long this live will be today. So if you want some entertainment, if you want some value, click that thumbs up right now and let's get the show started. Now, got some show topics for you guys. Um, Interesting ones, new things being revealed, revealed, I'm sorry, and a story I want to share, and then we'll get the StreamYard link going today. So glad to have you guys with me today. I hope you guys are well. I hope the day was good. I hope you got some barbecue in you. I hope you had a good day. I hope you spent time with family, whatever you did today. If you worked, I hope you made money. If you're working tomorrow, are you going to make money? It's a holiday. So a lot to digest uh, and, and to dissect tonight. I'll be your host for this evening. Happy you are here. Now, um, now, so the thumbnail, right? We're talking about two different things today. I have two different things going on, okay? It, it, it pains me to even talk about the first thing, okay? It does. It, it pains me. I don't like it. I don't like that it was sent to me by multiple people. I don't like that. People are telling me in the community post and the short that I did today, Pedro, yeah, you're right. You were talking about this. You've been talking about this. Dollar base pay, it's here. Oh, my God, this is crazy. I don't like it. But I'm also not too worried. I'm going to try to paint a positive out of this. For those of you that don't know, a lot of a lot of markets right now, the base pay went down to as low as 2 bucks for a single order, right? My base pay is $2.25 still. It will go down to $2 if there's a stack order, like meaning basically if, it, if they send you two orders, each of them, the base pay will be 2 bucks from DoorDash on the low end. And if there's a tip, obviously you're getting the customer tip, which is great. There are screenshots of orders out there that the base pay is $2 for two different orders, meaning you're going to two places, you're dropping it off at two different destinations or one destination. And DoorDash is giving you $2 for two different deliveries, meaning they send you a stack order and the base pay is two bucks, not four. So that means DoorDash on each singular order is paying you $1 to do work. Now, we're independent contractors. It is what it is. Most of what we make is going to be off the tips. Some of you guys are telling me and been telling me DoorDash subsidized the base pay. If the customer leaves a really good tip, they're going to pay you less than base pay because money is money, whatever. If it's worth your time, you're going to take it. And DoorDash algorithm knows that. Others are saying, well, Pedro, if there isn't a good tip, sometimes the base pay will go higher to make the order look juicy. And then you make it worth our while and we'll take those sometimes, right? It is what it is. A dollar is a dollar. If DoorDash is paying it to you or the consumer, most of you say, what does it really matter? And I get that and I respect that. But I mentioned this tonight because we're entering a new normal. I've been, I started saying it about nine months ago or so. And I thought several months ago we'd see more, more dollar base pays to where DoorDash is giving you a dollar. We'll charge the consumer or whatever. They'll get a percentage from the merchant. But DoorDash will give you $1 to work. And then if there's a tip, you make whatever. I mentioned a couple weeks ago and I asked people, panelists that were on the show, at what point will the base pay get so low that you will stop doing DoorDash? Is a dollar low enough for you? 
Are you somebody that it doesn't matter? Hey, I don't care. If, there's, if it's 10 bucks and a customer tipped me nine and the base pays a dollar, don't care, Pedro. If the miles to money's right, I'll take it. I respect that. I get it. A dollar is a dollar. But at what point does the base pay from DoorDash get so low to where we're like, what is going on here? Is it going to be zero? When we hit delivered and we take a picture, is it going to say DoorDash pay a dollar, 50 cents, zero? Customer tip, 10 bucks. Are you are you satisfied? Are you satisfied if DoorDash keeps continuing to keep more and more and more of the fees, the delivery fee, the percentage, and keep on paying us less? And we're hoping and praying that we'll get a tip. That's what we're going to get into tonight. Plus, an interesting story where a restaurant staff, like a restaurant worker, server, manipulated tips and added tips on food delivery from DoorDash, Uber Eats, so where the, to where they she would put in a tip when there wasn't a tip, charge the consumer, get the tips from her boss, the restaurant, and racked up over almost $7,000 worth of fake tips so she can get paid. We'll get into that as well. So hope you guys are well. I am in a great mood. Let's see who we have in here tonight. Jack White, what up, Juan? What up, Gig Wars official Jody? What up, Eric? Sinful Toaster. Uh, Gig Wise, what up, Craig? Cray Nay, what up, Jeff? What up, Sharky TC? Ryan, Adam, Broke, Matthew Justice. I see Scott Springs, Eric. I see Ryan Alter, Life Choices and Changes. Javier, I see, who else is there? Another new name in here. I see... Little Yurt, Little Yurt, what's up, Little Yurt? Miguel, always good to see you. Jocelyn, Mass Shopper, Justin, Jeff, always good to see you. Thank you for being a channel member. Dan Meyer, I see Marty, Ray Ray, Qualaya, hello, 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 Henry. All right, I see everybody in the building. What up? Hit that thumbs up. I don't know how long today is going to be. Listen, it's been a long day, but a great day. Super tired, been out with the family. But I wanted to go live tonight because I have things on my mind. And many of you love these Sunday lives and look forward to them. So let's get the show started. What up, Mr. J? What up? What up? What up? Hit that thumbs up. Let's keep your boy's energy high. I need it from y'all tonight. It's been a long day. All right. Another thing I want to mention. GigCon 2023, Denver, Colorado. The planning has been implemented. It's starting Many of you guys have seen the website. You see what we have going on. Um, a venue has been in the works. Contract just about signed. As soon as that happens this week, I will share with you where it's going to be, some more details. If you check the website right now, you can see a lot of what we have as far as special guests, tables, vendors, booths, speakers, things like that. So you Please feel free to check that out. We have a lot going on. I'll be in Nashville. What up? Yo, Smalone, Sam Mitchell. What up, what up, what up, what up? Yep, I'm out of GigCon. GigWise, what up, man? How you doing? Sunday Live is my favorite. What up, Red? Appreciate you, Gig Wars official. This is a good show. We love Sundays here. I love doing these Sunday shows. I almost said, you know what? Should I even do one? It's a holiday. And I said, you know what? I can muster up the courage and the energy to go on for a little while. And that's what we're going to do today. So, Dollar base pay on stacks. That's as low as it's been. I did a short and put a community post up today. And we also are going to talk about the server that stole $7,000 in fake tips facilitated through 
DoorDash Uber Eats orders at her job. Crazy. You see the mugshot I use in the thumbnail? It's absolutely bonkers, right? So that's what we're going to get in today. Dashing Grandpa, howdy, howdy. How are you, my friend? All right, so um, let's go ahead and put up. I want to see if I can actually show you guys what I'm talking about. I'm going to pull up my community post to give you guys a point of reference, okay? So give me a second. Okay, let's see. Let's see if I can't find it. So I want to show you guys this, and I'm going to pull it up for you guys in one moment here. Okay, let's go there. Community. And let's go right there. It, there she is right there. We're gonna, let's, let's look at this real quick, because some of you guys might not have seen this. So let me go ahead and show you guys. Okay, so let's go ahead and put this screen up for you guys here. Share screen. Let's go there. Let's go share. I think you can see that. It's hard to tell sometimes. Hold on, I got a bright light in my face. Okay. Okay, you can see it. Right, there we go. Okay, so let's put this up on a big screen. Okay. You guys see that order? That's what we're talking about here. This is from Montana. And I've gotten several other ones, two other ones from other markets. You see the DoorDash pay? Two bucks. Customer tips. Dairy Queen and a Pakazi, I don't know. Anyways, those are the tips. The total was $24.99. As you can see, two deliveries completed. The base pay should say $4. The base pay says two. That's because each order, DoorDash gave the driver one dollar. Now, I don't know the mileage on here. This wasn't shared with me, but it's a good order. Look at the tips. I mean, fantastic. No issues there, right? One dollar. Now, you guys tell me in the chat right now, is this good? Are you upset? Are you not bothered by it? There's no right or wrong answer. We're all independent contractors. We make our money how we see fit. But two dollars from DoorDash to go to two different places and drop off food. So that means they're paying you a dollar per pickup. Uber Eats already pays you sometimes on stack orders, add to routes. I've seen ones that are like a dollar and some change. Some of you guys have said you've seen below a dollar. I have never in my life seen anybody report this. I've never seen it in my market. I've never seen anybody talk about getting paid a dollar per delivery with DoorDash. Are you sick to your stomach? Are you unfazed? Does it bother you or not? You guys tell me your opinions right now. Base pay, two bucks for two different deliveries. For me, it's laughable. I've been saying this is going to happen. This is going to continue to happen in more markets. I'm calling it right now. I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner. But a dollar, that's what we're worth to DoorDash in some cases. One dollar. It's, it's just, to me, using our own vehicles and whatever and, and doing any any kind of work, I mean, for DoorDash to think that a dollar is okay to pay for to pay us per delivery is really shameful. It just is. And the way that they're looking at these orders, knowing if there's a tip, saying, hey, you know what, we'll just pay them less if there's a tip. How do you guys think about that? How do you feel about that? One of the topics of today's show. To me, I'm not surprised. 
I'm not super mad about it. It's just shameful. They can do better. It's a dollar to me is just such a low amount of money to do anything in 2023. For a company to pay you one dollar per delivery is it makes me want to laugh. I don't know. I don't know what other emotion I can convey or think about beyond besides that. And that's how I look at it. Okay. So let me read some comments and see if you guys have seen anything like this. That stealing. I'm not surprised. Just disappointed. Which says raised on Scrabble. Okay. It's pathetic, says Jody. It is pathetic. I've seen Uber Eats under a dollar too. I have as well. Not in my market, but in other in other things that have been shared with me. Should be a dollar per mile plus tips. Says Lil Yurt. You'll lose a dollar in gas just to do the delivery. Yeah, but if there's a good tip on there like that, that order paid twenty four ninety nine. So let's just say, let's just say it's going 10 miles. A lot of us are going to take that. Brennan Diaz says, homeless beggars don't even like $1. Think about that. I think he, he's right. They must be losing money. You got another bet? Good night. Oh, what do you think it was? I don't know. I can't remember. I feel like it was I don't, this morning. I don't feel like it was on when we went to my dad's. Yeah, I feel like maybe at the playground or something. Maybe. Have to get you a new mother. Give me a kiss, please. Love you. Short little Ruby June break. Um, brother, DoorDash must be losing money if they lowered the bet. <sighs> maybe. Maybe. No giggity, no clout. What up? A dollar. Ha ha. Yeah, crazy. Hannibal's hungry says, what up, Hannibal? Happy Sunday, my friends. What's up? Howdy. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Let me see. Gigwise is talking about lowest I've ever seen on Uber is 150. I've seen 83. I feel like I've seen 83 or 88 cents somewhere. But yeah, and Gigwise is, is in St. Louis. So lowest I've seen was a dollar and some change as well. But each market is different, right? Doris always makes himself look bad. They do. Robocop mini line. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yes, Mike. Love Robocop movies. Okay. Now, I want to say this because I made a video, made some content a couple of weeks back saying, hey, yeah, DoorDash base pay has gone from 225 to 2 bucks in some areas. I'll give you a few ways how not to worry about it. We're independent contractors. Let's take control back. Let's not sweat it. We can't control that. Let's go. Let's still make money. These things are true. But a dollar is pitiful. It's pitiful. And in any market, if they're valuing you at a buck, man, that is a sad, sad, sad day, right? And some of us, yeah, if you do enough orders per week, you know, and they're stacks, yeah, you're going to lose a little bit of money. But it is not the end of the world. But where's the end? At some point, will it be, hey, independent contractors, we're not going to pay you anything on some orders. If the tip is good enough, that's what you're going to get. The base pay might be at zero. At that point, will your moral compass kick in and say, I cannot have all my earnings come from the consumer? And at what point will, if a consumer doesn't tip, are they going to still just send you a dollar stack? Are we going to see, because I'll see $4 runs for two orders. Are we going to start seeing $2 runs for two different orders? That is to me the day, if I see that in St. Louis tomorrow, if I see a stack from Taco Bell and Wingstop, and there's they want me to go to two different places and it's two bucks, I might have to disable the app. It's nonsense. I probably wouldn't, but I would at least consider it because that to me is just, it's disrespectful. It's not right. It's not good. Hit the thumbs up for your boy. Let's get the content going. Now, your driver, Cam, what's up? Steel TN, Vincent. 
uh, Wingstop. No, says Cray Cray Nay. What up? Appreciate you being a channel member. Uh, Real Talk with Roy. What's up? What's up? Cynthia Fowler. Taco Bell still has dollar menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to what Brandon Diaz said, listen, you know what's funny? I, I preach that we're independent contractors. I preach that we have to take control of things. We need to stop whining and complaining. And what we're doing tonight is not whining and complaining. Because I believe we have control, mostly, of money we can make. But I'll tell you right now. I could make more by sitting at an Aldi. You know Aldi, the grocery store chain? Or the little carts you got to put a dot, you got to put a quarter in some markets to get a, a cart. I've had gentlemen and women stand that are homeless, stand by those carts, right? Asking for that quarter. Do you have any spare? So when you go back to put in your cart and that quarter, you get your quarter back after putting it in. The, you guys know what I'm talking about. And I've given my quarter to that person. I could stand there on a busy Saturday afternoon. In a five or 10 minute span and make more than a dollar. And make more than a driver's going to make from DoorDash to deliver a fucking order. And that is pathetic in 2023. It just is. You can't slice it any other way but that way. It's not okay. But I, I'm at a loss for words because I also don't believe we should be looking at the company to do a lot of things for us. Because we, we have to understand they're not going to give us more money. If anything, they're going to take away money. All these companies do it. Look at your rideshare drivers on Uber and Lyft. The fares and all the things are less and less and less each year. That's how these companies operate. So at what point do we say enough is enough? I'm just not going to really do this work if it's not profitable for you. You have to make that decision. But to see DoorDash pay you two bucks for a stack, man, it's pathetic. Point blank period. Let's get the show cracking. All right. Um, let's see if we got any other comments here. I do want to also try to show you guys. Actually, let me pull up the article real quick. And I'm going to read a little bit from the article about the waitress that stole almost seven. We're going to call it $7,000. We're going to round up a little bit of money from her restaurant. Okay. Restaurant server uses food delivery apps to collect 7K in fake tips. This is a story from two days ago from Vero News. Indian River County, a restaurant employee was jailed Tuesday after deputies said she collected nearly 7,000 in tips she sent to herself from orders made through food delivery apps. The Hurricane Grill and Wings waitress used a tab in the eatery's computer system to add tips from Uber Eats and DoorDash orders. So we know these restaurants use DoorDash and Uber Eats as a third party delivery system. And when somebody facilitates an order through the gig apps, some of the, the restaurants, depending on how the systems are set up, can manipulate tips. We've talked about it and do some funny things. The issue, let me see, the issue was that there was nobody leaving tips, Indian River County Sheriff's officials said in their arrest report. After inputting a tip through that tab, the system would make it appear as if the restaurant owed the server tip money for those orders. So, for example, you're a server at a local joint. The customers aren't leaving tips. Maybe you have to take an order. You have to bag it. You get frustrated. You go into your POS system, your tablet, whatever, and you add a tip as if the customer did. And you keep the tip on your server checkout. So it looks at the end of the day, you had $20 in tips, let's say. You falsify those documents and then the restaurant gives you the 20 pick tips, $20 in tips, thinking that the consumer left the tip, but they didn't.
Angelica Carbone, 42, of Fort Pierce, was charged with grand theft and scheme to defraud. Carbone was released Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. Um, tips made from food delivery services such as Uber Eats go to the drivers, not restaurant servers. Well, we know that to be true, but some of these places can take some of the tip for themselves. Panera Bread, Papa John's, to name a few. Involving 14, over 1,400 orders made between Uber Eats and DoorDash occurred between January 1st and May 21st. That's just this year. 1,400 deliveries in a five-month span. Crazy. Uh, deputies responded to the reports of theft Monday at Hurricane Grill. The beach-themed restaurant is known for its spicy wings, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Carbone, Carbone told deputies that other servers were also adding tips to Uber Eats and DoorDash orders because it's an easy way for them to make money when business is slow, reports show. I mean, I'm not innocent, and nor is anybody else. After review, it seemed to be the only one that she was the one that had all these things happen on her reports. I mean, listen. I saw that story you want to share with you guys. I know some of you guys probably have seen it. To me, it's just like, it's crazy, man. It goes to show a lot of consumers are not leaving tips and people get desperate and they falsify tips. And some of us as DoorDash drivers, then on our end, we might be asking for tips, begging for tips. Um, and then we see people get in trouble for that. Listen, we're all trying to make a buck, but in the long run, if you don't do things the right way, they'll bite you in the ass. This is a story. And she's going to be uh, she's in some deep trouble. Right. Um, if she probably would have did it a few times, she's probably not getting caught up. But when you do something f over fourteen hundred times over the course of a five month period, you're going to get busted. OK, that's a lot of money. Seven thousand dollars. That's crazy to me. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. Let's see. Dun -dun. All right. Bad management. Ooh, somebody says bad management. OK. Uh, should have been caught sooner. Yes, Nova, you're absolutely right. They're not doing their books right. And if you know, that to me is bad management as well. Good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I've done 4,000 deliveries, but seen the Uber. But okay. If the order is placed through the restaurant app and dispatched to DoorDash, your tip can be taken. Absolutely. It absolutely can be taken. A lot of us have reported that. So those are show topics for today. I'm not sure how long we'll be on tonight. It's been a long day, y'all. Listen, it's been a good one, but a long one. But I wanted to still come on here. I do want to open a stream run for you guys. Okay. And uh, we'll get a pack. We'll get a crack in here. Let's see. Let's go ahead and put this up. Uh, oh, I want to put this. Ooh, I want to put that up. Look at that banner. Boom. 2023 Econ Denver. For anybody that doesn't know, we're doing a conference in Denver's August 4th. And we'll have some events in August 5th. And that's coming to you in August 4th in Denver, Colorado. Lowering the base pay will lower the quality of the delivery. Ooh, it, it, there's some truth there, but I also have to, I think we have to realize one thing. We have to deal in reality. The reality is most of us that come here to YouTube or whatever and do this kind of work, we've been doing it for a while. There's some new people here, right? But even the new people might not realize base pay used to be this dollar amount. It was, you know, when I started, it was three bucks. Right. So we're talking two and a half years ago, it was $3 with DoorDash and then they lowered it. Right. Now it's two twenty five in St. Louis. And I believe at some point very soon it'll go to two bucks. And at some point, like we see in Montana, excuse me, in Montana, it'll go to a dollar on stacks. So that means it could go to a dollar, let's say seven, a dollar fifty, dollar twenty five. 
And on stack orders, it goes down 20, 25 more cents and it goes down to a buck. And over the course of time, drivers will lose money because base pay is part of what we make. For some of you guys, it might be 50% of what you make. It might be 30%. It might be 25 but it's still a decent percentage of what you take home. So let's just say it's 30% of your take-home pay, and that gets decreased by 50%. That is a big number. For some of you, that might be 50 to 100 bucks a week. For some, it might be more, maybe a little bit less. That is money. And DoorDash will continue to do anything they, do, they can do to save money. All the apps will. And I'm not actually that, as a, as a business person, I understand it. It doesn't mean I'm happy about it. It doesn't mean any of us should just be like, wow, like, let's not talk about this. A dollar per order? That's crazy. It's bananas. It's bananas. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead. What up, Seth? See you. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? All right. I'm going to open up this StreamYard link for you guys real quick. Um, Why am I seeing something different? I don't like how this looks on my end. Let me see something. Okay. So let me open up the stream here. I want to see what you guys have to say about this. And we'll get the show cracking. Happy Memorial Day weekend to everybody that is out there. I hope you had a good day. I hope you have a plate of food in front of you. Hope you had a good time. Deactivating people who aren't any OP Dasher is inviting another lawsuit. I don't know what that means. Scott Springs. I don't know what that means either. I think you're out of touch when it comes to smaller markets. No offense. No offense taken at all. If you're talking to me. Uh, what happened to taking care of your workers? No excuse for DoorDash. Yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, they don't, you know, oh, we need a union. Oh, look, I'm going to leave this one up right here. So Cynthia says we need a union. I'm going to let that marinate there for you guys for a second. What do you guys think about that comment? Oh, I almost forgot. Congratulations. Thank you, I guess I should say. For we're at 51,000 subscribers now. We hit over 50,000 subscribers on this channel. Very humbling. Um, it's been a good week. We've gotten a lot done this week. I feel really good. Thank you for 50. We're at 51,000 subscribers right now. I appreciate you guys very, very, very much. All right, let's go ahead and pull in the stream right for you guys. You guys can join the show. I want to hear opinions, comments. If you have something else on your mind, we can talk about that this evening as well. And hit the thumbs up for your boy. All right, let's go ahead and copy this link. Maybe if I can figure out how to do this. Here we go. There we go. We need a union. Okay, that is a juicy, juicy comment. I'm going to leave it up. All right, so there's the link. I'm going to pin it for you guys. And feel free to jump in. The water feels good. I don't bite. If you have an opinion, now is the time to share it about the comments that we got going on. Cynthia says 51K. Yay, yay. Jacqueline, what up, what up, what up? Uh, but I think they still may force people under 50% to earn by time at some point. Maybe. Thank you, Christy. Could you imagine a bunch of us with hot bags with signs on them? I can't. You are not their worker. You're independent, so they treat you how they want, says Real Talk with Roy. Jerome Day says, I'm headed, I am heading up a union. Just send me your money. Ooh, see, that's scary right there. Thank you, Dash and Grandpa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
I'm heading up in union. Just send me your money. What do you think about that comment, guys? But let's focus on this one for a minute. We need a union. Ooh, what a scary word for independent contractors. But I know many of you feel that way. Many people go on strikes. We need a union. This is why. We need regulation. We need government intervention. We need workers' rights. We need a union. Scary talk for some, but some feel like we need that, right? Some people feel like we are not being heard, being mistreated, being deactivated unjustly, which I believe if you get deactivated, you did something wrong. I'll debate anybody about that, but that's a whole nother subject, okay? Um, I believe most deactivations are actually just, it doesn't mean they're okay. It doesn't mean it can't make you upset. But if you're here right now and you've been deactivated, you did something wrong. If you got the balls to come up, we can debate it. That's how I feel about it, okay? We are independent contractors, so that comes with the territory. Read your, your terms of service. If you don't know your terms of service and you're moving around in this gig world, kind of like whatever, nonchalantly, and you don't know what the app expects of you and you get deactivated and you didn't read the terms of service, that's on you. Point blank, period. Point blank, period. I'm not going to apologize for saying that. It doesn't mean it doesn't suck, but we have to deal in reality of the, the, the type of work that we chose to do. Okay. We need a union. Ooh, we need government. We need a union. We need to give somebody our money to speak on our behalf. Whew. Scary. But it doesn't, doesn't mean you're wrong. But it doesn't mean I'm wrong by saying it's scary. Right? All right. So I see Sam Lee is in. Sam Lee? Who's Sam Lee? How is he here? What's up, man? All right. Let me get rid of this right here. Hold on. Uh, let me stop the screen. I see Jerry Bell as well. Let me read some comments here. Um, let's see. Hey, Pedro, let's start a union. <laughs> Listen, you know what's funny? Um, me and Hannibal will be the worst union delegates that you guys could possibly have. Um, you know, I think I could probably talk a really good game and get people to join my union if I wanted to start one. I probably actually could. I could probably take your money. And pretend to be some kind of delegate for you. and But that's all it would be. <laughs> but Hannibal and I, will, maybe we'll go into business and form a union. It, it would not be good. It would be really bad. Uh, AI deactivation is BS. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? AI deactivation is BS. So do you think that the app might deactivate you? Or it's just an algorithm deactivating you. But you're saying that if that happens, it still doesn't mean that we don't have, we didn't do something wrong? Think about that for a second. Think about what you're saying. We just need full transparency. I, you know what? This might be the comment of the night so far. We do. We should have full transparency. As an independent contractor, we should know what we're being paid. We should know where we're going. We should have all that upfront information. And there is some legislation, I believe, in Colorado that tried that. Other places have it and tried it. New York City has that. We should have full transparency. I think that's the one thing I can agree upon that we should have. And I do back legislation that backs that. But as far as other things, I don't know. I can't really, I can't really rock with it. Transparency isn't a question. It's just obvious. Okay. Okay. It's Pedro's army. <laughs> we don't, we listen, we got our own army over here already. We're good guys. Get it right. You're independent employees. We're not in it. Well, I, who knows what we are, Roy? I don't know. I don't think any of us know what we are. The government calls us one thing for tax purposes. I think the apps treat us a different way. And I think many of us are lost as to how we really are based on how we use the apps. 
So I think it's still really new. I, I don't know where we are. Uh, if I'm being honest, I don't think we are an independent contractor in the way that others are independent contractors. But I do believe we're not an employee. We're, we're somewhere in the middle, as weird as I may. You know, we're, we're, we are a subcontractor accepting or declining these contracts that DoorDash sends us in our markets. That's the best I can say. I think for tax purposes, we're independent contractors technically so that the apps don't have to give us benefits and pay us certain things. That's how I look at that. All right. We are subcontractors. There we go. Look. Put that comment up real quick. All right. I got a couple people waiting. Don't be afraid. The, the StreamYard link is pinned for anybody to come in. I got Jerry Bell and Edward Lee. I'm going to let these gentlemen come up right now. Jerry, how you doing? Uh, doing good. How about you, Pedro? I'm doing well, man. Happy Memorial Weekend to you. Let me bring in Edward Same Lee. Same to you. Thank you. Edward Lee, how you doing, brother? Hey, doing great, Peter. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Good to see you out there representing Cali. Gentlemen, what do you think? Dollar-based pay on stacks. We need a union. Give me your thoughts. What do you think? I'll start with Jerry first. Man, man, I saw that today, dude. It was a, a stacked order from Pizza Hut, and both of them, a dollar each order. Mm. It was okay. How do you feel about that? What do you think, man? Are we going, uh, is it too much of it? Are we, am I making a big deal out of it? Is it a big deal? Is it not? How do you how do you feel when you saw that in your app? I was shocked. I was like, "What? What the hell?" <laughs> but I mean, luckily the the tip and the miles to money ratio was good, so I took it. But mm -hmm. you know, but man, just I couldn't believe it. The I mean, it's. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand why DoorDash wants to do that. I mean, should we unionize? I mean, mm. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but you know, but uh, I, me, I always pay attention to miles to money ratio first and foremost. That's mm -hmm. how I decide whether or not I take an order or not. Mm -hmm. You know, so sometimes base pay just doesn't really factor in too much for me. But you know, I can understand why some people are pissed. It's, I get it. I mean, yeah, even on that order you saw today, you basically got paid two dollars less, right? Yeah. So it would have been, you know, yesterday yes. that order, if that order comes through, you're making an extra $2. So today on that order, if you took it, you, you lost two bucks. That's one way to look at it too, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. I think, I think they need to figure out what they're trying to do here. I mean, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's, I've seen a dollar fifty orders from Uber. So, I mean, it's, it's not, this ain't something new, unfortunately, yeah. but yeah. Well, it's new for DoorDash. I've never seen that before on DoorDash, at least. But I think these companies... Yeah, exactly. I've, I've never seen on DoorDash either. Yeah, of copying each other, finding out, hey, how do we... And some would even say, I don't know this to be true, but mm -hmm. in business, at least, when when we have... When these companies have to pay other drivers more money for whatever reasons, whether it's through legislation or if they see, hey, this market, we have... Uh, underwhelmingly low amount of dashers. We're going to have a lot more peak pay this week. So we're going to take a little mm -hmm. bit from this market to give it to another market. I think businesses do that because they want to figure out how to save money, right? And not incur more costs. So it could have been, hey, in Montana this weekend, we're going to run on stacks. We're going to run $2 base pay versus $4 base pay because out in St. Louis, we're going to have mm -hmm. this crazy peak pay. And that's a way for them to kind of like balance out the, the, the money that they're paying the dashers. So I get that from a business aspect. But still, it sucked to see a, a two dollar, uh, two dollar base pay on a stack order. To me, it's just crazy. Uh, Edward Lee, what do you say? What do you say to this? Yeah, I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Am I coming in clear? Yeah, I can. We can hear you. Okay. I, I said this last week about all these different apps. Hold on. There's a little bit of background noise, so maybe you have Uber. Maybe you have the YouTube on on your phone or something. But check that out because there's a little background. Is it better now? Is it better now? Not sure. Not sure. Still I do. The same. Still the same. Hold on. Um, let me see something here on my end. Uh, when you click the link, were, were you already watching the show? Yeah. Okay, so you have to close the you have to close that first tab because you have the Uber running in the back. You have the YouTube running in the background. Hey, I'm gonna come back in. Okay, I'm sorry, Pedro. No, sounds good. Do your thing. Okay, so we got Jeff, we got Jerry Hall right there. Let me go ahead and put this up. So Hannibal says no control, no transparency, misclassified. I agree with you. We are misclassified. We're not independent. Not in the way, hold on, let me mute Jerry. Maybe it was Jerry. Not in the way others are, because we don't have all the information in most markets. DoorDash hides tips, you know. So I think, you know, when we, when I use the word independent contractor, right, I'm using that because there isn't another word to use. Some might use subcontractors. Some say we're independent employees, which can, it's kind of funny. But like, I don't know what we are. I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm to the point now where it's like, I just kind of laugh at it. Because I'm just going to go out there and make my money, and I recommend y'all do the same. Let's bring Edward Lee back in and see if we got the audio a little bit better. Edward, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay, that's better. Right. Go ahead. Give me your thoughts, Edward. Okay, so 100%. Um, we have absolutely no control how we do our work. I think the fact that if I'm taking a GMD from Spark, I cannot choose the route I take. Right, that's the same for Uber, um, Uber, Walmart, the curbside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's background again. Is it my fault? Uh, I think it might be Jerry. Jerry, I'm going to mute you for a second. Hold on, uh, Edward. Go, Edward Lee. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So anybody who's done like the GMDs from Walmart, uh, doing Spark or Uber, know that you cannot take, you cannot choose which house you want to go to first. And I think that's a a, a huge fallacy in independent contractor um we should be able to to do that right i mean doordash does do that and it's interesting that we the, the transparency part is pretty interesting to me because like have you noticed that we, it's been like less i mean you notice pedro and all of us know this but it's been less and less transparency with with doordash especially mm -hmm. um right they're hiding the item couch um, now, yeah, if you take a double on DoorDash in my market, um, let's say I take two for 10, right? It's going to, the first drop off is, is gonna take 10 bucks, right? You, you don't know which one is going to be, is going to be paying like three or seven or any kind of division, division of two, but, uh, that's really kind of sneaky on their end. And yeah, I, I don't know. The, two parts. I think we should be able to, um, Yeah choose which house you want to go to on GMDs for, as an independent contractor to, to how, how to do our work. And, you know, the $2 base pay, or I'm sorry, the $1 base pay per on, on doubles. It's, I mean, you said it all along. It, it's coming. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and Pedro props to you for props to you for saying um, what you did about spark, man, spark has gone downhill big time, Pedro, like the curbsides have just gone worse and worse. The shopping delivers have gone worse and worse. 
uh, the pay is drastically decreased. Um, the incentives, they were, man, every single week we, got, we were getting incentives. Um, we're lucky now to get an incentive during the holidays, and even those are pretty pitiful. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think this is a good time for an exit plan. Mm. Well, I think, uh, I think these, I, I only report, I've never done Spark, but I only have an opinion on things based on historical data. And, and trends and what happens is with these apps is they usually start off pretty good and then the pay is going to go down all that i mean even with rideshare roy's in here you can probably speak to that like he did rideshare right like these guys used to make a lot more money instacart shoppers a lot more money like these these apps will continue to try to lower our pay and subsidize it with good customer tips i don't think that that's anything that's new i think we've seen it from a lot of other companies i think the hot apps like Deliver that or delivered or spark was one of them or curry. We're going to continue to see it. I don't think that that's anything that's like shocking to me. I think two, three years from now, the, the base, the base pay is going to keep going down on all the apps because they realize drivers are going to come in and they're, if they're new, they're not going to know any different. They're not going to remember when base pay was this amount and it's going to be fine for them. And that's how it's going to be. But uh, Roy, go ahead and give me your thoughts on this, man. I know I know how you feel about independent contractor, all this kind of stuff. Go ahead and share share with the people your thoughts on this subject. Well, I'll have a better perspective now that I'm unemployed for my job. I can uh, I'll be able to do a little bit more. So mm -hmm. have a better perspective. You will, yeah. and so you're you're saying you're going to actually start doing you're going to be doing some well, apps, have, I, right? Yeah. Well, I have no I have no choice. A couple other YouTubers got me fired from my my W two job, so it is what it is. So that's crazy. I didn't know that, man. That sucks. Well, yeah, there was a video. I had a bad customer experience with one of my Domino's, and there was a video of it. And a couple of YouTubers decided to send it into Domino's corporate. Got me fired. So mm. that's so crazy. now, yeah. So now I'm back to in, uh, independent employee status. Independent so. employee. Okay. So so talk to me about why you think. Why do you use that verbiage when you talk about gig workers? Because you, you're pretty much working for them. You're working for them. They dictate everything you guys do, just like my W-2, with the exception that you can not accept a delivery or accept a delivery and schedule your own stuff. Even when it comes to scheduling, your scheduling is even dictated by the apps because you have to schedule according to your market. So you can't, you just can't go out any time in any market and just work whenever you want. That's why we see people working lunch shifts, night shifts, morning shifts, because you got to work with your market. So almost your schedule is dictated also by the apps. What, what's the busiest time in the app is when you're going to schedule yourself to work. So it's no different in that respect to me, um, as well as they don't have to show you anything. There's no regulations towards them to have to do anything for you. And the, with this Minnesota issue, that just gives them more power now because they saw, well, yeah, we can buy off legislators, which most likely they did to get that. Do you, think, that, do you think that's what happened? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure it's all politics. Um, Uber, Lyft, all them guys are all in the politics. So I'm sure they had they greased somebody's pocket not to get that pushed through, because if it would have happened there, it's already happened. California, Seattle, New York. That's one more state. More states are just going to jump on the bandwagon. And so if you can nip it in the bud now, that means less, less states are going to go for it, you know? Yeah. What's so. up, Jesse? Welcome to the show. Before I get to Jesse, I want to ask Roy a question. So do you think we should have legislation? Should we have yes. regulations by the government to come in to hold the apps accountable? What do you say to that? 
I, I feel yes. I feel there's got to be something. There's got to be something. Some kind of, you know, I don't want to see. That's the thing when it comes to if they start regulating, because then you, we already, I, in my opinion, you fall into employee status already. So even if you get reg- regulations, it's not not no more different. You know, at Prop 22, they still technically independent, right? Mm-hmm. So I could see it being done. Even if they were just able to do a minimum wage, a state's minimum wage, kind of like they do with, um, you know, it's kind of like the idea with my tw- my W-2. I had state's minimum wage, and then mm-hmm. whatever tips you got, that's what you got. So, you know, it, it could be something like that. But there, they, there needs to be some legislation. They, they, they got to be held responsible for what they're doing. Gotcha. Jesse, welcome to the show. So what do you think about tonight's topics? Share with me some opinions. We have DoorDash in some markets, Montana specifically, dropping the base pay down to as low as a dollar. And do you think we need uh, legislation or government regulation in the gig economy? Give me your thoughts. Um. Yeah, no. I, I, I feel like I've had this opinion since the start. I think this type of work should be very, I guess, like it deregulated or DoorDash, you know, DoorDash is given out a dollar per order, then dashers are, are going to stop. I, I think it's going to self-balance at some point as long as people let it. Um, like in Denver, I, I haven't done a DoorDash order in about three months Mm-hmm. Just because it's so bad in Denver, and I've just been doing like Uber and Lyft lately, just because it's, it's so much more money. And I I feel like if you let it, it will self-regulate. Like if, if you don't have dashers because they're not they're paying one, two, three dollars an order, which is like a lot of times I was seeing in Denver. I was like, oh, this is not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just gonna self-regulate. People are gonna stop dashing. They're gonna have to pay more. Mm. Can I, can I step in? I, I will tell you right now, nobody's going to stop dashing. Nobody's going to stop dashing. Um, we've already seen that. It's, the less transparency, people still dash. They dropped it from $3. I feel like that's on Yeah, they, they still dash. You're always going to have that group of individuals that got to pay their bills, regardless of whether it's a $1 base pay or $2 base pay. So as far as people never dashing, I find that almost impossible. They may switch to other apps. But they're always going to have DoorDash to fall back on. I hear that. <laughs> yeah, I think there's some people, but a minority group would be like, you know what? Yeah, this is getting too low for me. I'm just not going to do DoorDash. But I think what we have to realize is there's so many people that come to this job for whatever reason, full time or part time. You know, Roy lost his job, so he's back to doing DoorDash, right? Or other people might do it part time for whatever reason. So there's always going to be a demand to dash and right now based on what doordash is telling us the demand's never been higher more people want to get on the app i think we're seeing it in certain markets with oversaturation excuse me so i think there's always going to be a high demand to do this type of work and i think doordash knows that and i think that's why and not just doordash you can go to uber lyft all the spark they know that so they they use that to their benefit when it comes to paying workers what i would consider just a fair amount of money um, because to me, no order should ever be less than a gallon of gas in your market. So if Roy's paying four bucks for gas, mm-hmm. for, for, for gas or Edward's paying five, you should never see an order less than that. That's just how I look at it. Um, Jesse, continue though. I think you might have some more things to say here. Well, yeah, so that's kind of like, obviously DoorDash like six months ago came out with a, the like 50% like diamond, whatever it was. Yeah. 
and I had like basically one bad night where it was like a snowstorm, and I was like, oh, the money's gonna be good. But I think just everyone was ordering and not tipping, so I, was, I declined like forty in a row. I kid you not. Um, and I tanked my my acceptance rate to like like ten percent. I just have it like every time I get on since then, it's just been atrocious. I'll like see like mm. three, four like orders, like two, three, four bucks. I'm like, nope, all right. It's like I'll go back to Uber and Lyft. I'll go back to ride yeah. sharing. And that's yeah. just what I've been doing lately for the past couple of months. Yeah. That uh, responsibility for can I answer his question real quick? Yeah. He says if everybody's doing food delivery, who will fix appliances, card plumbing? You're gonna you're gonna get the people that um, aren't lazy, that that want to actually improve their life. In my in my opinion, a lot of gig workers are just people that don't want to follow directions. Um, they want to work when it benefits them to work. Um, and so there, there are certain circumstances. You got kids or so on and so forth. But I think really, to be honest with you, most people choose to do gig work because they're just lazy. It's a, it's a, I can do it whenever I feel like it. Uh, I'm able to, if I pick the right days, I can go out, work three days and make enough money to pay my bills where I was working at, let's say, a W-2 for 40 hours, paying those same bills. So that, that that's why you're never going to you're never going to lose them. Like Pedro says, you got a lot of immigration right now going on where these people will jump on for any amount of money to do anything. And um, and we all yeah. see there's no real there's no real. They don't really pick the cream of the crop to do this, but this kind of work anyway. It's like I think no, Hannibal it's, said. Yeah, it's entry, entry level. It's, it's yeah, entry, entry level. level. Exactly. I would I would disagree with you a little bit. I would say most people that do this aren't lazy. I think there are there's a decent percentage of people that do gig work or DoorDash are lazy for those reasons. They know, hey, I'm just gonna I only need to work this amount of money. These are my bills. But I think at least based on what the statistics show us, most people that do this do a part time and they're just side hustles. And they have a W-2 and they're doing this on the side. So if you're doing if you got a W-2, for example, right, Roy, and you're doing this an extra 15 to 20 hours a week, you're definitely not lazy. Like you're actually out there like you're working yeah. a lot. Right. But I do think there is a percentage, a subset to your point that are lazy doing it. But that's I think that's any job. I think there are people that work in W-2s and they work one or two days a week just to keep the lights on and they're lazy and that's fine. Or I've known a few of those. Love their job. Yeah. 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 I think laziness <laughs> is like everywhere, but I think most people that do gig work, um, food delivery, whatever, I don't, I wouldn't say they're lazy. That's my opinion. Um, I think some are, I think, I think what, what we see a lot on YouTube or Reddit or Facebook groups is we see a lot of drivers just bitching and complaining. Right. And we look at that as, they're being kind of lazy. They're being entitled. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I see that at least sometimes because we're like expecting everything, but not willing to actually do some things. I think there's a, there is a percentage of drivers like that. Um, but overall, I wouldn't say it's laziness, at least in my opinion. Um, go ahead. Uh, let me go ahead and get Jeff back in or not Jeff, Jerry Ball. Jerry Ball, jump in on this combo of what we're talking about. Here. Okay. So uh, where we're talking about, um, are we talking about legislation still, or are we uh, whatever, whatever we you want, on? man? What do you What do you think? So Roy Roy is saying he, well, he thinks we should have some kind of regulation or legislation. I know Edward Lee's out in Cali. I know he likes it. What about mm. you? What do you say to that? I don't know. I'm I'm kind of kind of the middle on that one. I, mean, I I think there's it's like a double edged sword. I mean, you get if there's some legislation that happens that needs to happen, then yeah. As far as like transparency, oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. We need to be able to 
actually see actually see what we're going to make and all that and, and stop this whole hidden tip thing and all that mm-hmm. but um you know but as far as them getting too involved i'm like i don't know i mean uh, i bet the people in california are enjoying it that's awesome that prop 22 thing for them is working great and that's good for them mm-hmm. but i just i just don't know how it would work in texas you know <laughs> our, our texas government's not exactly great <laughs> so uh <laughs> So I just don't know how that would well, work. Well, some would say some would say the California government's even worse, depending on your belief, True. right? Been, so I, I think right. for me, I am very, I, th- I, you know, when when we look at legislation versus regulation, right? I think mm-hmm. I made a video. I made a video this week saying, "Hey, I'm confused. I have no idea what the fuck's going on." Like we want people are saying we are independent contractors and we want freedom and flexibility, but then the same or other people are saying, "Well, no, we want. I want legislation. I want regulation." Like. For me, we can't have both. At least I thought, but then some people exactly. Kind of school, yeah, some some people did kind of let me know. Well, Pedro, you know, the trucking industry and other various industries that have some independent contractors working in them had the government come in to implement regulations. You know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, and that helped that particular type of work, and it allowed the companies to be held accountable in a way, and those those businesses and those trades were actually able to continue on in a way, right? And people were able to make a decent living, take care of their families. So I'm still to this point, I'm still like, listen, I don't want the government in anything. Like I already have to give you taxes. <laughs> Please leave me alone. Right. Like, that's, how, that's how I look at it. And taxes to me are a fraud, but that's a whole nother live. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. Okay. We, you know, we, so for me, it's like, how can I trust somebody to help me when all these politicians, in my opinion, they're just trying to get votes, right? And when you're trying to mm-hmm. get votes on the back of the gig economy drivers, and who knows if they're even really real about what they're saying and how they care about us, because they just want our vote. That's we are, you know, we are numbered to a lot of the politicians, right? When it comes voting time. Yeah. So for me, it's like I don't want that. You know, that's how I look at it, at least. But um, somebody but else go almost, ahead and jump I, in, and you know, I, I would hate to say I could would guarantee this, but if not, I, I would probably be close to ninety eight percent of gig workers right now working would not have a problem if their state implemented something like Prop 22. We hear a lot You're of people right. complaining, yeah. Prop 22 is garbage, Prop 22 is blah, blah. But I can guarantee you, if you were getting those extra benefits, wherever you're at, bum F Kentucky, wherever, you wouldn't be complaining mm-hmm. about Prop 22 because you would have that extra money coming in that's being supplemented, just like California does. So I can mm. probably say 98% of the people, if something like Prop 22 hit their state, they wouldn't complain about it. Mm. They, they, That's they a good want point. It because we can we can see that from just the comments alone. We're not getting paid enough. We're only getting $1 base pay now. Right there alone, those type of comments dictate that if something was regulated in their state similar to Prop 22, they'd jump on it in a heartbeat and it wouldn't bother them one bit. So. Yeah, I think I think a lot of drivers would be, you know, if it came to Missouri, for example, and it came to me this in, in June, let's say the month coming up. Right. And at the end of the month, I got an extra 200 bucks and some kind of pay. Right. Some kind mm-hmm. of adjustment. Yeah. Would that 200 dollars be nice? Yeah, I'll take that money. I'd spend it. I'm not going to lie. Right. But <laughs> what's the long term effects? Like could that you know, if we had Prop 22 in every single state, these I don't think the, the companies would be able to operate as much. We'd probably have less opportunities for some drivers. Most, some of us might not be able to be on the apps to make our side money because they would. We, we'd be a little bit more like an employee. The acceptance rate overall would go up. So I might not be able to get on a schedule. I'd have to schedule. I might. I might. They might not need me. 
So I, I might in that couple of months make an extra 200 bucks, but six months from now, I might not even have the opportunity at all. So for me, I always think about what's the long-term like effect of it. Right. Um, yeah. And, and then, that, and then in that case, it's, it's hard because you won't know what really going to happen until it happens. And that's the sad true. part about yeah. this. You can yeah. think of, you can think the worst, but then it's like, okay, if it really happens, you know, that's the sad part is you have no way of telling it until it happens, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, I want to ask Jesse a question. So Jesse, I know you, you had, you said you had your acceptance rate above 50 and you got it back down now. Like, are you seeing, you know, I know you got your W2, right? But like, are you seeing, are you making less money obviously with DoorDash and then you're just doing other apps, but even with the other apps, are you able to still make the money you want overall now that your acceptance rate's lower? Have you noticed any changes? Um, to be honest. So after like that happened, it was, it was very early in the year, probably like February mm-hmm. um, that that happened. And then since I've been below 50%, I'll like turn it on once a week and it is just miserable orders or I'll get like one order that's like, okay. And I've done like one or two of those a week. That's like an okay order, but then it just goes right back down to like $2, five miles. But lately, honestly, I've, I've just switched to other apps. I've been doing like, like Uber and Lyft and the miles I will admit are worse than DoorDash, but the money yeah. per hour is like almost double of what I was making mm. through DoorDash. So yeah. the mileage, are you doing ride share or not? Yeah. Ride share. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The miles will usually be more, but the money could kind of make up for it sometimes, at least in yeah. my experience. Um, but oh, you yeah. know, it's, you know, it, it is what it is. That's, uh, let that's me ask from my experience. I want to ask Roy a question. So Roy, you're going to get back to doing some DoorDash and whatnot. Like, let me ask you a question, man to man. How does that make you feel? Because I know you're not a big DoorDash fan necessarily, but you've done it, right? You've done it for years. Oh yeah, I've done. Like, it. I've done. It. How do how do you feel about going back to DoorDash and having to do that as a way to make money? What's your feelings on that? I have I have no way. I, I'm I'm I have no I have no really bad things about it. Um, I, I, it's just I will I know I have to do what I have to do, so it doesn't affect me. And that's another thing I was going to bring up. Some people don't have the luxury of having all these extra apps in their market. So that goes back to people quitting doing DoorDash. They may not be able to quit DoorDash. This might be the only apps that they have available to them that they can work and make any kind of money on. So, but as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a super big fan of it um, because I don't like sitting on my butt doing nothing for 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes at one time waiting on a delivery. But because I cherry pick my deliveries, that's what I have to do. I don't like doing that, but it is what it is. So. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it works. I'll still be looking for another W two in the meantime while yeah. I do it. So I'm not worried about it. Yeah, it's just kind of it's going to be a filler for you. You got to have some cash. Yeah, and, in, I, right? and I'm so. not the one. And, I, and I'm not the one that bitches. I don't bitch. I just go out there and do it. I already accepted it when I did Lyft for three years. I've been doing DoorDash and I did DoorDash and Postmates for five years. It doesn't. It doesn't affect me. It's not. I don't bitch about it. I just go out and do it. My whole thing is accept and decline and be happy with it. Just accepting client. I'm not trying to figure out the best way to do this. I'm not trying to figure out the AI or the the algorithm. I'm not all about that. It's it's accept and decline what I find reasonable for me to do, and that's it. I do a basic. I work basic. I'm not trying any fancy shit. So yeah, gotcha. Uh, Jerry or Edward Lee, do jump in. Any any final thoughts on the dollar base pay on stacks? Union yeah. legislation. Give me some final thoughts here. <laughs> yeah. Let's all get together. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Edward. Go ahead. 
No, Jerry, you first, man. I'll go next. No, I was just picturing us all standing outside with the dash bag with signs posted on them going, <laughs> just, <laughs> Cuba's better pay. Um, but you, hold on. You, listen, Pedro I'm sent us. I'm laughing. You know, Roy and you guys are laughing, but we see that. I mean, there's a lot of strikes mm-hmm. with, especially the, the rideshare drivers out in like California and other markets. Mm-hmm. I've seen videos that, you know, of them at airports and they have a caravan of drivers and they're, they're trying to slow down the drivers that are out there making money. They're trying to slow it down and the customer trying to make the customer not get uh, a, a pickup quickly. Like we see it. I mean, it's happening right now, even still. You know what I mean? I mean, oh man, I won't be one of those airport. Companies. Best place to strike if you're. Gonna have your ride share. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. It goes back to my it goes back to my theory, bro. Gig workers are some of their own worst enemies. Your own worst enemy as a gig worker is other gig workers ninety percent of the time. You're dealing with the ones that you know, that garbage delivery driver that you know are confronting customers, causing issues, making you look bad, yeah. uh, trying to trying to do the whole strike thing like you do in California. That makes you look bad. It creates animosity between customers and you as a worker. So and 99% of the time, the worker is going to lose out. Customer is going to get what they want regardless. So, Well, and, and Roy Roy was saying, Roy said earlier, he was like, accept or decline and then just do it. And I feel like that's a lot of gig work. If you accept the order, you should be happy yeah. with doing it. And you shouldn't accept orders that you don't think are worth your time. And, and yeah. that's what I love about gig work. Exactly. Is that if, if you don't think it's worth your time, don't do it. Because like I've done, the other night I did, like uh, an hour and a half drive for somebody on like I think it was on Uber and they're they're like oh sorry for making you go this far I was like oh, I wouldn't have accepted it if I didn't think it was worth my time like it's yeah. worth my time like and that, so. and that's the funniest thing I hear when it comes to gig workers is they all talk about the freedom and flexibility to I can pick and choose whatever I want but yet you pick and choose whatever you want and you're still complaining it's not enough money then don't yeah. pick those orders. It's like, exactly. it's like, come on, like, what are you doing? How are you going to sit there and complain about you're not making enough money by the orders you're being given? Well, you don't, you're not forced to take them. You're taking them. So let, let me ask you guys part, a question. I want to ask you guys a, a question real quick. I want, we'll start with Jerry, go to Edward, Jesse, and Roy, because mm-hmm. it was mentioned earlier and we've seen it in other uh, comments and videos. Like, and, and when I say this, I don't want anybody to get like, not you guys necessarily, but like the comment, the chat. I don't want anybody to get in their feelings. Okay. Let's just all have an adult conversation, right? How much do we really expect to make at an entry level job? So we're all, okay. I'll, I'm going to be 42 this year. Okay. Right. And I have no problem telling people when I, when I, when, when people ask me, Hey, what do you do? Or what are you up to right now? I run into a friend I ain't seen in a while. Right. I tell them, Hey, I do food delivery. I make YouTube content. That's exactly what I say. I deliver McDonald's and I'm happy. No, I have no shame in saying it. No, no problem at all. But how much should I really expect to make doing this kind of work if a 16-year-old can do the same fucking job? So, and listen, once again, I got no shame in doing this. I built the channel on this. I'm good with it. But how much, like, I, I think sometimes some of us think we should be making $40 an hour every hour. That's not normal, guys. And really, should that be the norm? Should we expect $40 an hour? Even if we're using our own automobile, okay. I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer here. I want to. I want your guys' opinion. How much should we really expect to go to McDonald's and pick up an order and drop it off? Let me start with Jerry. Well, I mean, it comes to how much you're willing to work yourself. I mean, yeah, it's an easy job, but I mean, 
and anybody can do it, but it's, you know, put forth the effort, act like you care about what you're doing, you know, because, uh, you know, we've seen all these videos about people complaining and uh, getting mad. I'm going to eat this customer's food because they only tipped me a dollar, like idiot, you accepted it. But, uh, you know, or people confronting customers at tip pay when you don't have to, or I'm sorry, tip bait, when you don't have to do that, you can call support, you know, why put yourself in a dangerous position. But, um, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, you got a point about, yeah, maybe we should get, you know, it's, I'm 40 myself, man. And, uh, having to go to food delivery is kind of not exactly what I pictured doing with my life, but you know, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing nothing wrong with doing it. You, we, we see people can make really good money doing this, but what my point is, we you know we, we talk about inflation. Like <laughs> yeah, well, I want we want more. We want more. We want more. Mm-hmm. But like, what's that? What is that number? And I think in certain areas in LA, it's going to be different than St. Louis because the cost of living is different. And that's why we have mm-hmm. different minimum wages in different states. I understand that. But like, at mm-hmm. what point? Like at a low, this is a low entry level job. Let's not. Right. We can all agree with that. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I have a, a nephew. Okay, he'll be sixteen next year. He could do the job that I do. And do it probably pretty um, equally the same. He's 16 years old. So how mm-hmm. much do we really expect to make? Is this a career? Should we? Are we making? Are we trying to make six figures doing food delivery? I mean, what? I mean, what do you? You know, that I just don't understand. I think you're like, expecting a little too much. If you want that, I, I but, think so. No. I think I, yeah. I definitely think that. I definitely think yeah. that. Edward, well, well, Edward well, Lee. What do you say? Well, okay, so. This is like an internal battle for me every day, actually. Um, I, was a, I was a teacher for three years, and I quit at the end of 2020 because I couldn't stand Zoom with my students, and I couldn't stand – I felt like we're, I was getting pulled in like five different directions from the university, from the school district, from the parents, from the IEPs. And so I quit – at the end of the 2020 school year and I started doing gig work full time. And for up until about, I don't know, maybe like six months ago, I was able to justify that fact as a teacher in California doing special ed, uh, third grade through fifth grade mile mod. I was my, my take home check at the end of the month, we get paid once a month was less than $4,000. It was like 30, Six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, I get. You know, we get vacation here and there. You know, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I was pre- I was prepping six a six a.m. until class started. We're on Zoom. We, we have some um, PLCs, and then you know we have IEPs occasionally, and like you know other other meetings. You know, so at the end of the day, right, I, I, I'm doing ten to twelve hours of prep of, of actual work, and. When I was doing gig work after that, I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm taking home two grand here in California. Yeah, I'm probably working a little bit more and, you know, I'm using my car, but mm-hmm. I, I was able to justify that. Um, my my normal goal of $2,000 a week has been pretty much impossible. I, I, I'm not working like 15 hour days. I, I, I'm not going to do that. Um, the $2,000 has, has gone to like 17 and now it's like 15, 14. So, um, and, uh, just for an example, right, Pedro and everybody else, 
this uh, this morning I was at I was at Spark. I was doing a, a Walmart shopping delivery, and I I saw I saw a family of four with one with a dad holding the phone and the kids running to get the the items. Mm-hmm. I pull up to I pull up to uh, Chipotle or I pull up to McDonald's for DoorDash, and I see the kids. I see kids running in with their phones, getting the order for their parents while the parents are in the car. Mm. It's, I think when you mentioned Pedro that we do have to prepare for if we want legislation. I think that's a, a huge downfall. Uh, a lot of people will flock to this job to these kind of gig apps, and uh, yeah, it, it's 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 a scary kind of and that and, and seeing that family of four just doing uh. Doing a, a, a spark delivery, all four of them. You know, it, it, it touched my heart, and it, I think it's kind of a sign of the times how people are struggling. Mm. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. You it, know, uh, when you when you when you mention it, Edward, it takes me back to when my father, my dad, and my two sisters and I. I was probably eleven or twelve. My sisters are younger. I'm the oldest. We would help my father. He had three or four jobs at one time because he needed to have them, right? My dad's a hustler, hardworking guy. To this day, he still is. He's 62. We would be in a van at 5 a.m. in the morning sometimes throwing newspapers out of the van that he had because it was a little side hustle, right? Remember when people used to read newspapers and like the Suburban Journal, your local newspaper or whatever? And we would help him throw newspapers out the side of a, of a van, the window. And it'd be the four of us doing it. And like... It just, you know, you, I just have to mention that because, like, I remember helping my dad work. And, you know, that was we were spending time with him. He's working like and I think people do DoorDash the same way. Sometimes you bring your kids. You have to bring your kids. I've been out before and I've seen I've seen moms with like their babies, like maybe like a one year old. And they're going in with their DoorDash bag, picking up food like. Yeah. So it's it's wild, man. Jesse, what do yeah, you think, it, man? How, how much how much should how much should. DoorDash drivers expect to make in 2023. What do you say to that question? Um, I feel like if you're if you're like just doing DoorDash, you're just doing one app, you should expect to make like five dollars more than like minimum wage, which okay. like basically covers your your you know car expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the only way you're going to make more than that is if you're like really hustling, multi-apping, taking advantage mm-hmm. of everything. And yeah. if you're doing all that, you should be able to make more and, and make a, a, a good, good living. But if you're sitting there on DoorDash, just DoorDash, like you you shouldn't make, and realistically, you probably can't make more than like, maybe, a, uh, except on like weekends, you know, Friday, Saturday, yeah. like evening, you're obviously mm-hmm. going to make a lot of money, but you're not going to do this nine to five, making more than like right. five bucks more than minimum wage. I think on average in most markets, it's probably pretty accurate. Roy, what do you think, man? Are we, are, are drivers expecting too much? You know, we're in our cars. We have to do, you know, but like, are we asking too much sometimes? What do you think the average delivery driver should make? Yeah. And this is where I'm going to hurt everybody's feelings because you know how I am. Um, if you're making anywhere from after taxes and after all your expenses, you're making 25 to $30 on any, on your gig app work. You should be grateful you're making you're able to make that money because I can guarantee you 95% of the people could not make that in a W-2 job. They don't have the skills to do that for a W-2 job That's, where they can walk into that. a market yeah. and mm-hmm. get paid $35, $30 an hour take home. 
let, let's fucking face it. These people don't have those kind of skills. Um, shit, some of them can't even read the instructions on their own app, let alone <laughs> have the skills to walk into a W-2 and make the same amount of right. money they make on GitWorks. So in my right. opinion, if you're one of those people that have limited skill set and you can go out and make $30 an hour take home, be fucking grateful. Quit begging, quit and quit complaining you're not making enough money because you would never make that money without the gig apps. So you're complaining about, you, you, it's like biting the hand that feeds you. These people are feeding you money that you never been, would be able to make otherwise. So mm-hmm. for all these people that make $30, $35 an hour, take home, complaining, yeah, you have nothing to complain about unless you can show me your rocket scientist degree that you can go out and get a W-2 that matches the money you're making on DoorDash. So yeah. that's going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. As far as entry-level work, Makes sense. I, don't consider, I don't really consider a lot of jobs entry-level. I could t- I could say right now I work for Domino's. I could say how many people can raise their hand and make a pizza. I could. Consistent. Well, I'm saying consistently <laughs> stand there on your feet for eight hours and make pizzas all day long. How many people can really do that? So I don't consider it an entry level job. Um, any job can be taught. Even driving DoorDash, I wouldn't consider it too entry level because it takes a special kind of person to sit in that their ass in that car for eight nine hours and drive around all day. We know because we drive for a living. That tires you out. You're going home at the end of the day. You might be in that market where it's 120 degrees, like in Vegas or Phoenix mm. or wherever. That wears you out. So to me, that takes a special breed of person to do it. Um, so I won't go too entry level on that. Um, and plus, it takes some skill to do, you know, be able, especially if you're multi-app and you, you being able to look at all the different apps at the same time and pick and choose what you really want and to mm. do that. So. There is a little bit of mathematics involved, but for the most part, people, too many people are complaining. People making $30, $35 an hour. Look back at your career prior to DoorDash or whatever you're doing. Were you making that at your W-2 job? If not, be grateful that you're getting what you're getting. They probably weren't. Yeah, I agree. I think if you're if you're making 30, 35 bucks an hour in a gig economy, even before your expenses, that's good money. Okay, yeah. point blank. Okay. That's good. And if you're making it, okay, so then let's that takes you down to 25 an hour after your expenses. That's really good money in 2023 for this type of work. I, I I'll stand by that. Right. I think that's good money. And and for me, you know, Edwards, he was a teacher, right? Making less money. You can't I, most of us, 99% of y'all watching this right now, and all of us on this chat right now, probably, right? On this panel, if we had to go teach a class tomorrow, we'd be fucked. Okay, we would not know. We would we would not be prepared. We wouldn't be ready. But if we needed to jump in our car and turn an app on and deliver food, most of us will probably be okay. So I think it's there's there's levels to types of work, you know. Um, um, but yeah, if you're like we're saying, if you're making thirty thirty five bucks an hour, shut up. You're, that's good money. Like you know, you know, have frustrations. You know, we're gonna we're all humans. We're gonna complain about something every once in a while. I do it every day, just about. But like if you're making that kind of money. Be you're lucky. You're in a good market. You're making 30, 35 bucks an hour on average. That's fantastic. The average American does not make anywhere near that. So well, you, you should gonna, feel good about that. I'm, I'm going to take this right out of Pedro's mouth. Use it as a stepping stepping stone. Let's say you're doing DoorDash. You're able to make $25, even $20 an hour on DoorDash. Guess what? Okay, now you got $20 on DoorDash. You want to make more money like uh, all these other gentlemen? Start adding different apps to your repertoire. Maybe the mm-hmm. next month you're making $25, $27 an hour. Mm-hmm. Add more to your repertoire. So you can use DoorDash as your minimum set point 
to increase your earnings instead of making your $20, $25 an hour and just complain, I want more from DoorDash. I want more for DoorDash. That, that's the problem. Nobody wants to increase or go. I can't, unfortunately, because I have a criminal record. There's a lot of apps. I can't work. So I, I, I do DoorDash. But yeah. that's a, it's a stepping stone. Like he says, it's a stepping stone. You're making 20 Amen. just doing DoorDash Amen. alone. Add, yep. add stuff to your repertoire. Next month, $25 an hour. $26 an hour. The month after that, $30 an hour. And start increasing. That, that That's the best way to look at it, and that's the best way to do it instead of making 20 and then just complaining, I want more, I want more. Well, it takes you to get off your ass and go make that more. Like, Pedro would be successful. With you, know, you know what I'm saying? So that's, in my opinion, what people need to do. Take, take you If you're just using DoorDash and you're making your 20 25 use it as a stepping stone to start increasing the apps. And then increasing your pay that way instead of saying, we need unions, we need regulations, we need to know. Why, why don't you do all the steps possible before you go into those, I need regulations, I need this, I need that. Because if you ain't exhausted all your ability to do everything in your power to make more money, then, then yeah. you're lazy, in my opinion. You go, it goes back to the laziness. You know, you just want stuff given to you at that point because you're not willing yeah. to go out and create it for yourself. You want somebody else creating it for you. You might as well get the W2. Well, I think, I think for me, and not everybody's, you know, everybody has different ways they want to work and different goals and different bills and different lives, you know. But like, <laughs> I have always thought I can do way more for myself in a week's amount of time, a month, a year or two than anybody else is going to do for me. Right. Nobody so like, take care of you better than you. Yep. Nobody's. Yeah. So like for me, it's like, yeah, you know, I do have a measure of 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 respect for people that are striking and the workers that are going out there and wanting to get bills passed. I can respect that on a lot of levels only because like that's taking time and effort. They're passionate. They might have a reason for that. Right. Every we all grown up different, different backgrounds. Maybe they grew up in a union household. You know, I'm not going to throw judgment, but all that amount of time that they spend doing that could have been, in my opinion, used on another trade, learning a skill, getting another way of making money to where they don't need to have to worry about DoorDash paying them this amount of money. And for me, it's like, like I said, I'll say it again. I can do more for myself than anybody else is going to do. Like you guys, you four gentlemen on this panel, I'm not going to rely on you to to go unionize with me and let's get these ballots out. Fuck that. I'm going to figure out a way to make oh, come on. Nope. I'm not going to do it. Like I, you know, I can do more for me than you guys can do for me. And I think if we all started looking at it like that a little more, I think a lot of us would be able to level up our lives, increase our money in a more sustainable way. That's my opinion. At least. Yeah. And I've said this before, there are other ways to increase your money as well. Learn, learning some simple stuff, like how to fix your own car. Not, if you don't feel you're mechanically inclined, don't tell me nobody on here has friends that don't have a friend mechanic that wouldn't mind coming over. Hey, buddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just fit, I just did a front brake on my car. I got the front brakes on my car. Would it cost me five hundred dollars if I had to take it into a shop to fix? I fixed it on my own, only two hundred dollars because I learned how to do it on my own or whatever. So there's money right there. You, you everybody's talking about well, car expenses. You can cut your car expenses in half, if not more, just by learning to do it yourself or say, hey. Your neighbor, hey, dude, can you help me do this oil change real quick? Give them a pack of beer or something. A lot of them don't even care. <laughs> they do it for free. So there are many ways to increase your money instead of just begging for another extra dollar of, of base pay. Learn learn to, like you said, you got to be the one to dictate your money but based on what you're doing 
as an independent, everybody wants to be independent. Well, that's how you're going to do it. You know, you got to, you know, you got to exhaust all your options before you go wanting regulations or unions and all this other stuff. Those are a whole different type of headache that you got to deal with. So. Yeah, I hear that. Gentlemen, you got any other, any final thoughts you want to embark upon the chat before I let you guys go? No, I'm all good. Well, I want to say hi, everybody. Thanks for the support, knowing what happened to me and losing my job and all that. You guys are really supportive. That, I appreciate it. So, well, thanks, man. well uh, I do want to say one thing for the young people out there. Uh, Pedro said something that was called newspapers for you young folks out there. That was like the Internet, <laughs> but in print. <laughs> people used to throw the Internet at yeah. us out of their windows. Yeah. And we'd read yes. the Internet that way. Yes. <laughs> Listen, you know, I used to. I, so the last time I newspaper right, for me, about 15 years Take ago, I would, even about 15 years ago, I still would like read a newspaper sometimes. But now I couldn't even imagine. I would just need everything at your phone, which is great. But like, yeah, newspapers, man. I remember throwing those newspapers out the side of my dad's van, man. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Jerry, Jesse, appreciate you guys for sharing time tonight. You guys have a good, safe rest of your Memorial Day weekend. All right. Hey, thanks for having us, Pedro. Have have a Memorial Day. Thank you. You too. All right, man. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, newspapers being thrown out the side of my dad's van. I'll never forget that. Those days, man. And at, when you're a kid, you think like, oh, this isn't fun. I want to go play catch or I want to do this. And why are we doing this? But like looking back, I mean, the level of respect I have for my father, man, it's it's so high because he doesn't. You know, I know he didn't want to be doing that. I don't want to deliver McDonald's. OK, nobody wants to do that. I don't mind it. I, I enjoy it sometimes. It can be fun. I make a video. It's fun. I run into people. I meet people. It's cool. I don't want to do that. Who, you know, how many of us can actually say we're working in a field that we like absolutely love? You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, most of us can't. It's work. It's called work for a reason, right? But looking back, man, and, and throwing those newspapers out the side of my, you know, how many more we got? Oh, we got another 50 or 100. Or, you know, uh, I used to, I mean, things that we did as a kid, man, to, to just make the ends meet, man. I look back now and I'm like, it built me. It's who I am now. Like I have a very strong work ethic. I'm super hyper competitive. And it's because at a young age, it was instilled in me. If you want it, you got to go get it. Ain't nobody going to go give it to you. You got to go get it. My dad needed to pay the bills. He had three kids, right? He, you know, he had bills all over the place. He had to figure it out. He's working this job during the day, this side hustle at night. This, uh, he worked at, my dad worked at Domino's. He delivered pizzas for a year or two. I remember I was in high school when he did that. And he had a good, salary job but he know he needed more money i'm gonna deliver pizzas dominoes did it for a couple years told me about some of the horror stories delivering to these crazy people guns being pulled on him but he did like he had to do it right and i think a lot of us have to realize you know if, if the money isn't right if something isn't right you have to fix it for yourself and if that means you have to sacrifice a little more time a little sleep if you have to look at the pocketbook and say you know what i shouldn't go out to eat Three days a week, let me go out to eat one or two days a week. I got to uh, tighten the belt buckle a little bit. I got to get a job, a, a side, another side job. I got to throw, you know, I got to throw newspapers out the window. I got to go to Domino's and get a job because it's going to give me some cash tips. That's what we need to be doing. And not enough of us do that. Too many of us just expect, expect, expect entitlement, entitlement, entitlement. I want government to do this for me. I want... I just I can't rock with it, man. You know, because let me let me tell you all this. 
I do this show every Sunday. We're going on two years, I think, or so. But we've been doing this for two years. Every Sunday, every week I do this show. And yeah, I make some money because I have a, a monetized channel. I could make more money if I went out to do DoorDash right now. Right? So I hung out with family today, did stuff, didn't work yesterday, did other things. If, you know, if, if I really needed money, I would f- do other things to make money. Too many of us want to sit around and watch TV and kick our feet up and, hey, that's great. But if, if you ain't making the bills and life is rough right now, I would challenge most of us to say you're not really doing everything that you can. And that's, that, could, that could be a strong message for some of you guys that might not be ready to hear it. But I, I believe it to be true. My dad wasn't a guy that was going to sit around and complain and expect somebody to do something for him. He's like, well, all right, let me get another side hustle. Let me get a job until I figure out what I need to do to save and make the ends meet. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to love it. I might not even like it, but that's what you got to do. Right. My dad wasn't, you know, he was a man that was going to go take it. He wasn't going to wait for it to come to him. And I think we need more of that. Even in the gig economy, the apps are different. They're changing. The base pay is being lowered. It sucks. Right. But like we have to go out and go after the money because the days in the food delivery game and a ride share game with the money coming to us in most markets, those days are long gone. I've been saying it for about a year now. We have to figure out how to go after the money. The money's not coming to us most of the time for most of us. Some of us might be kind of lucky or very highly skilled, whatever you want to call it, and be in a good market and you can consistently make good money. But also that's not going to be very sustainable long term. And the people that are doing good right now aren't going to be doing as good in five years, point blank period. So what are we building towards? What are we looking towards? Okay, that's that's what I want to try to continue to convey to the people that watch this channel. So uh, let me see who we got in the channel in the chat here. Like I said in the beginning, I'm not going to be on long tonight. It's been a long day. Um, Your boy is super tired. If you can't tell already, look at my eyes. Super tired. Um, let's see what we got. Krista, what up, Lazy? What up, Jeff? Steven, base pay should be the IRS mileage reimbursement, then tips. Uh, so you're saying base pay should be the IRS mileage reimbursement, which right now I think is 64 cents. So you're saying base pay should be 64 cents? Please, please rephrase that. What up, Cray Cray? Nomadic Geeky Kaman. Always good to see you. Bigfoot killer. Those were the good old days, Pedro. Yeah. You know, I love the days we're living in now. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm not somebody that's like super, you know, I, I'm still, I, I still like the things that I'm able to do. I'm very lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm I have a beautiful family. So like, I'm not going to sit here and complain, but yeah, the good old days, I'm an eighties baby. So yeah, the good old, I remember the good old days still. Uh, let's see. Simple toaster. What up? What up? Nikki, Christy. I'm hustling. I'm, she says, if I'm not sleeping, I'm hustling. Says Craig, Craig, Nate. what up? Craig, Craig. Good to see you in here. No, I hear you, man. But Cray Cray, how long can you hustle? How long can you sustain that? Have you thought about that? Just think about that at some point. You probably have. You're smart. How long can you sustain that level of hustle? Some of us, that answer will be very different. Some of us, it might be years, months, maybe a decade, right? But it's something to think about. Um, Pedro says, relax. Yeah, entitlement mentality needs to go. Chris, I couldn't believe. I couldn't agree with you anymore. Base pay should be, yeah, I don't know why you keep putting that in there. Maybe I'm missing something. Help me clarify. Frank, what up? Frank D, welcome to the Kobe Rookie Level. Frank, I think this is a Frank that I'm, that's been rocking with me for a while. If it is, appreciate you, man. Always good to see you. But listen, that's the show tonight. A little quick hour and a half. 
holiday edition. Appreciate all of you guys for coming in. I'm sure I missed some really good um, comments in there. Dollar base pay on stacks is here in DoorDash. It's coming. It's going to be in more markets. Try to figure out how to adapt to it. Try other apps. Figure out ways to make money. Don't allow DoorDash to take too much of your energy. Because at some point, the base pace, as we're seeing, is going to continue to go down. So how do you adapt to it, strategize, implement different things to where you could uh, make up that money, right? Because DoorDash ain't going to, the base pay ain't going to go up, guys. It's going to continue to go down like many of us, myself and others included, have been saying. So the time is coming. It's here. Summer's here. Things will be slower for some of us. We're going to start seeing all the YouTube videos, summer slowdown, summer slowdown. It's coming. Trust me. Just wait about a week to four weeks. It is coming. So right now is the time. And most of us should have been thinking about this months ago, beginning of the year, right? How are we figuring out how to sustain through this time? Have we saved a little bit? Are we tightening the belt buckles? Are we working our financial budget? Okay. Are we saving what we can? Are we work? Do we work a little bit more when it was busy so that we could be okay during the summer? These are all things as independent, independently speaking, mindful, independent contractors we should be thinking about, right? Our expenses are very fluid. They're going to go up and down. The market shifts and changes. It's a roller coaster ride. It's up to you to figure out how to navigate that, not anybody else. You guys are absolutely amazing. I'll see you guys in tomorrow's video. Happy Memorial Day out there. Um, hope you guys are safe and happy. And I got we got more information coming on the GigCon 2023. I'm actually going to put a link to that. So if you guys could do me one favor. How many people in here? 242. What up to the 242? Hit the thumbs up. I'm going to put a link in the chat right now. And I'm sure a lot of you guys might have already seen and visited the site. Go visit the site for me. Um, my dear friend, business partner, Sam from Jaywalk. Put this site together. It's beautiful. Okay. It's absolutely great. More things to come, but there's some great information now that if you saw it the first week that it was out or so, you might be missing out. And there's there's things in there right now. So I'm going to go ahead and there's actually some special things in here that I bet there's a special, there's two, but one person we added that's going to be at the event that most of y'all don't even know about probably. So let me go ahead and put this in here for you guys. Let me copy it. And I want you to go check a look. There's a spot at the end where the tickets tab, you can ask a question, put your name in. I'll get an email. If you got a question about it, all that stuff, ask me. I'll respond to you right away after I see it, okay? So let me go ahead and put this in here for you guys. Let me paste it. Um, oh, Lord, what happened there? Oh, my YouTube just like crashed. Hold on. Did that go through? There it is right there, GigCon. Go, go check the website out. I'm going to pin it up at the top for you guys, if I can. My phone's like being weird. Oh, Lord. Uh, replace pin. What is happening? Okay. Replace pin. Oh, there we go. Okay. So go check the site out. Um, we will be having tickets on sale pretty soon. When I say the tickets are on sale at a low price, I mean, it's at a low price. Okay, guys, the reason we're charging is because we just have to, it costs a lot of money to put these events together. Plus if I charge for a ticket at a low, it's a low price. So whatever you think low is, it's probably even lower than that. Okay. It just it just gives more credibility to what we got going on over here. So know that that's coming. Go check out the site, browse around, click the tabs, click the links, drop a question. Let me know that you're interested in the tickets tab down below in the actual site. You guys have a great night. I'll see you guys tomorrow.